listener. Welcome back to another episode of A Real Page Turner with Donnie Granza and Mara Maros. Hi, Donnie. Hello, Mara. It's good to be back with another episode, a special kind of back to school episode. Yeah, I guess it is a back to school episode. Yeah, this is one of the most, I think, beloved movies that I don't think a lot of people will realize that it was based on a novel, which is Legally Blonde. And the novel, Legally Blonde, was written by Amanda Brown. And it was released in 2001, really the same year as the movie, but the novel was based on Brown's experience while enrolled at Stanford Law School. And then she developed it into kind of a a fiction book. And so you can fill us in on the movie. I feel like a lot of people know about it, but maybe we'll be able to tell them something they don't know today. Yeah. Yeah. The movie came out in uh, 2001. It was directed by Robert Lukenik and uh, written by Karen McCullough-Lutz and Kirsten Smith. It features a very notable cast and including Reese Witherspoon and, um, in the starring role of Elle Woods. Also features Luke Wilson, Selma Blair, uh, Victor Garber, Jennifer Coolidge, and you know, a lot of very notable actors of the, of the time. It's very cast. And it was um, uh, came out and was a huge success, grossing over $140 million at the box office and earned um, a pretty uh, pretty good reviews from critics with you know many critics you know put, uh, signaling out Reese Witherspoon's performance there. She was nominated for a Golden Globe uh, for her performance, and the film itself was nominated for a Golden Globe. It's, you know, it's spawned, you know, a series of uh, films and other mediums. It's uh, the sequel came out in 2003 and directed a DVD spinoff in 2009 and also in 2007 uh it was adapted into a tony nominated musical there that uh yeah. still very popular i know it's it's a popular musical for like high school productions yeah and it's funny is that i was when you know a lot of people don't realize this was a book but it was really when amanda brown was going to law school at stanford she was writing letters to her parents about her experiences there. And she was, you know, very obsessed with fashion, um, similar to Elle Woods in the book. And she, you know, thought she kind of had made a mistake getting to law school and thought she'd meet nice people and women. And, you know, she found out that was a little bit different, but she was writing letters to her parents and originally thought it write about a book of essays, but then a literary agent advised her to adapt them into a novel. And she took a writing class and put them into a manuscript. But then, you know, she, um, a woman, then they found out that people, you know, movie people wanted it. So, um, you know, the novel was at first unpublished. Um, and that's probably why the movie came out so quickly after the novel was. Yeah, it's a very interesting uh, there. Yeah, this is another, you know, uh, film that I had no idea was based off uh, a movie. There's, uh, you know, so it's um, just, you know, good to find you know, on our little podcast here. But yeah, there were some, um, the movie, you know, did for the most part follow the book. And, but uh, there are a couple changes. Uh, like, probably the biggest change is the uh, the law school. Cause, yeah, because the um, yeah. film deals with, uh, you know, both deals with Elle Woods, who uh, her boyfriend breaks up with her because he wants to be more serious about going to law school. And even though she's a fashion merchant, merchandising major she decides to apply there there and follow him in hopes of winning him back but in the book it goes uh stanford law school but then they changed it to harvard for the film for the film there and i was looking and i was looking it up and it said that the filmmakers approached uh, many different colleges to uh, use 
you know, their college, even though it wasn't filmed at the school, they used their co- the, the college as a stand-in. And a lot of schools refused. And so uh, Harvard actually uh, accepted. So that's why. And a couple other changes, like character names. Um, uh, El, now, Elle's um, dog, a little uh, chihuahua pup in the, in the book, uh, and the book was uh, known as Underdog. But then it's, uh, it's called Bruiser, the film, not... I didn't find out like why they decided to change it there. I don't know. I like the change though, because I think underdog in the book is a little on the nose, right? Like (laughs) you're right. Like, you know, she's an underdog going into law school. So I think I like that it's bruiser. Like it's a little on the nose to call him underdog, but you know, (laughs) the dog itself, the the dog itself character of the dog is pretty true other than his name. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I think some of the other changes is like the Luke Wilson character is Emmett Richmond's really not in the book anywhere. Like there's not, really a love interest for her outside of Warner. In the book, like you're not really sure if something's going to happen between she and the attorney, whose name is Christopher Miles in the book. There's not a Professor Callahan, but, you know, there's not that love interest in the book. So the Luke Wilson character, Emmett Richmond, is kind of an addition in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of... um I was kind of surprised because um, I had known about this 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 film actually uh, last night uh, preparing. This is the first time I think I've ever seen this film, like from beginning to end. I've seen bits and pieces, you know, throughout the years. But never sat down wow. and just watched it, watched it. So, but I was kind of surprised with the book, you know, the lack of uh, love interest. And but I like, that, and you know, the other changes, like you know, Selma Blair character character Vivian Kensington, like her name is different. She's like Sarah. And Jennifer Coolidge, one of my favorite characters in the movie, is her her nail salon person, Paulette. And I liked what they did in the movie because they kind of expanded that character. And you see her as a confidant in the book to Elle, but they really expanded her character in the movie, which I think is one of like the best characters. Yes, absolutely. There, and I liked it with some of Blair's character. I do like that name change, Vivian Kensington. Yeah, I, I don't know, not, nothing, not to disparage any Sarahs, but I don't know. She's supposed to. Be this you know very upper class of you know rich family that and i just think like the name vivian kensington just fits you know it's hard to say why but it just fits you know sarah wouldn't have that added punch to it but yeah i loved uh, Jennifer Coolidge's character was uh, she was hilarious and she's she's always hilarious everything she does yeah what I thought was interesting is like it's, and I think it's really hard when you have a movie such as this that I think is so well known and iconic that when you're reading it like I had a really hard time picturing anybody else but Reese Witherspoon in this role like and you know you you read like they had to kind of convince them that Reese Witherspoon was the right person for this role because she um you know she had been in a different movie that they thought she was being like typecast as and they had to like kind of convince her convince them that she was the right person and it's really funny because now when when I was reading the book I had a really hard time thinking like it's almost like they described Reese Witherspoon and um it was really funny like, and I wonder, you know, knowing that she completed the manuscript, like after, did she go back and do that purposely? But I don't know, because it, I couldn't imagine anyone else playing Elle Woods than Reese Witherspoon. You know, reading through like the, the production about it, that some of the other actresses considered were Charlize Theron, Gwyneth Paltrow, Alicia Silverstone, Catherine Heigl, Christina Applegate, Mila uh, jo- Jovovich, and Jennifer Love Hewitt we're all considered um but yeah it's one of those like i just i can't picture any anyone else in, in this role yeah but at the time reese Witherspoon wasn't really a household name yet you know she was 
She'd been around around and done a lot of films, but she wasn't Priest Witherspoon yet. I think this was kind of, you know, maybe the role that was, you know, made her a stamp on Hollywood. It was just a few years later, she wound up winning the, the Oscar for uh, Walk the Line. So. Right. Yeah, I think this one kind of like, you know, solidified her as like a leading lady, True. which I just, you know, and I liked the other things they did in the book, like the bend and snap and like everything that you remember and, you know, kind of the, the different things of her trying to find the right dress. And I thought in the beginning of the movie, and it was on Bravo last night, so I like had it on while I was kind of reading. <laughs> and in the beginning of it, they show her like in a store and the way the, the woman thinks that she could pull one over on her by giving her like a last year's dress and trying to make it like a full price. And I thought it was really clever that like Elle Woods like kind of tells her like, I know what you're doing. You can't have this. And you're trying to sell me last year's dress. So they kind of like set her up to be more than she looks like, um, that she is kind of savvy and bright and knows things, um, you know, so they kind of like set her up in the beginning to be, you know, she's, there's more to her than the blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's interesting. Cause one like common point, especially early on is that, you know, people really doubt her and doubt that she can be successful. Like even her parents saying, you know, are you sure about this? You want to do this? And you know, one thing they kind of look at is that, you know, she had, Folks, her major was fashion merchandising in, in college, and and they said, oh, like is that that doesn't really prep you from law law school. And it's funny, I was watching uh, there's a YouTube um, channel I think called. A legal eagle where this guy is a lawyer and he will review like legal movies like anything to do with legal and movies and tv and stuff like that and i watched his video on legally blonde last night and he had talked about how that that it does in regards to law school it's not that big of a deal what your undergraduate major was and he said that some, something unique like her like as opposed to someone who was a political science major or history major or something which are probably uh likely very very common among law school students the um but that her having a little bit of an unorthodox degree kind of help uh, help her stand out so he said that's you know not that uncommon to have like different degrees in um law school yeah i mean i like the the other part though of the movie where they did the montage of her making her video for harvard yes. and i thought it like like it's so funny to me and i like that they gave us insight into how she got in because you don't get that in the book like you just know she got in she had the grades she had the lsat but i just found that like that is really funny I think that's a really funny part of the book. And what I also thought was I expected to see differently was the the court drama around Chutney with the perm. And I really thought maybe that was just manufactured for the movie, but it's in the book. And maybe that makes sense because, yes. you know, it seems like it was officially published after the movie came out. So they maybe, you know, made sure they, j they jived a little bit. But I thought that was pretty funny, you know, and, you know, there's less... I think interpersonal drama in the movie, in the book, because, you know, the attorney kind of lets her take over because he's stumbling. Um, where in the movie, you know, there's more drama sound around Professor Callahan and he's like sexually harassed her and Luke Wilson's character Emmett like steps in and guides her. So it's, it's definitely a little bit more, um, you know, building up interpersonal drama to how, how they get there to the perm scene. Um, than there is in the book. Yeah. Yeah, so it's interesting. Uh, like Linda Cardellini played uh, played the um, yeah the, da Chutney. the daughter Chutney, yep. who was uh, testing. 
test who's testifying and she and i thought like i thought her role would be kind of bigger like she really they showed her briefly um during our court scene like earlier but she really didn't do anything until the um until that final scene when she's on the stand i thought her role you know her role would be bigger in this. yeah but um, i think like in 2001 like how big was linda cardellini yeah i you think know? that was before she was cast as daphne and scooby-doo well or not yeah daphne, and um well she was in freaks and geeks too yeah but she's only on that for a, a you know a year so maybe it yeah. was you know one of her first four forays into yeah. you know film yeah so she was the velma in scooby-doo not daphne Right, that was uh, yeah. that was uh, Sarah Michelle Geller, I think. Yes, who we talked about last week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I also um I also like the the, the kind of little extended cameo by uh, Raquel Welch. Yeah. Hollywood legend. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she is really good. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of like there's a lot of like, you know, notable actors who kind of popped up and things. Um, you know, there's the scene where she, um where Elle goes to help Jennifer Lucas's character get the dog back from her mm-hmm. ex. And d- did you know who played her ex? No. That uh, was the guy. He was the. Um, his name was John Capellos. He's the uh, janitor from uh, the Breakfast Club. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It doesn't even look like him. No, no. I um I only like recognized him because I've seen him on like t- TV sh- like some. He was on my uh, some TV shows that I've seen like recently. So I kind of knew what he looked like. And yeah, and you have Ali Larder, you know, who was the um the defendant. Yeah, accused was- of killing her husband yep and i don't know and she i don't know that she had she would well she had been in varsity blues which was you know kind of her film debut which was one of the bigger ones yeah um that was very popular and then you know uh, and her parents are from allentown oh yeah her dad used to work at a trucking company i worked at <laughs> a little side Pretty note cool. yeah but she uh was in varsity blues and i liked her as this character too um and i like the friendship that she and l have and the, you know the, the the novel and the movie are pretty pretty similar to that point the other difference is that i noticed in the book is that l moves out into an apartment because the dog is not allowed in the dorm and so you don't see that in the movie. And I think that's okay because it's not really critical. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's kind of, it's not really a big deal. It just, you know, doesn't really do much in the book other than move her location um, and keep the dog in the, in the picture. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't think there was like a ton of, I mean, there were some differences, but I feel like a, like a beloved movie like this, like you kind of like for me in any way, this was in the reverse. Like I usually read the book first, then watch the movie. And this movie, I just know so well that when I'm reading the book, you you know, you're like, okay, that's a little bit different, but it wasn't like things that were make it or break it. Speaking of the uh, the dog, I noticed something uh, kind of funny. There's a scene where the TV is on and the dog is barking because it's the Taco Bell commercial <laughs> with the, ch- the Chihuahua. Yeah. And I was thinking, I was like, I wonder, is that the same dog? It was the same Chihuahua. chihuahua so I looked it up. It was not the same dog, but both um, both dogs like live together and like <laughs> this kind of like facility for uh, dogs, like I think, uh, for Hollywood animals, and oh, okay. that, um, that dog uh, lives to be 18 years old. Uh, passed away in 2016. Uh, his real name was Moon Doggy. Super. I have a Chihuahua. I wonder if he's going to make it to 18. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he's not quite as nice as Bruiser slash Underdog, but I did. I did like this. 
this movie a lot. And I, you know, and I liked the book and I thought Warner's character was very well cast and played pretty similar to the, to the, to the novel in the book. Like I thought he was very good. You know, I really liked him and I don't know. I don't, who is he? I'm trying to think of who he is. Um, um, Matthew Davis. Oh, yeah. He's not like terribly familiar to me. Yeah. As well as I've seen him in a lot of stuff. Yeah. I don't really remember remember him a lot. Um, he was on CSI at one point, but it's kind of, you know, strange that he hasn't, you know, done too, too much after <laughs> this, but I liked his character in both of them. I thought he was very good. Yeah. Yeah. He also, um, he, he was in Pearl Harbor that came out the same year. Yeah. <laughs> but he so, hasn't been like been in a movie since like 2010. Yeah. You know, he's had some definitely TV, but I, I really liked him. I thought his character was really good and I thought it was true to the book, you know, and the sorority sisters played well. I mean, they, they're, yeah. you know, they're, they, they were pretty true to each other and their names. You know, I love at the end when they come to the courthouse. Oh, and the other person who wasn't really anywhere was her friend, Eugenie, in the novel. It kind of becomes yeah. her friend in college, like in, in law school. And she wasn't anywhere in the, in the movie, which is okay because they do kind of set her up to be her own. <clears throat> so I think that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. The sorority sisters, I really like that. They were funny. The they were one, funny. Uh, the one, um, the short, the shorter, um, uh, dark hair one the actress i believe her name was like alana ubeck and she was in one of my all-time favorite movies which is the, the brady bunch movie where she plays marcia's friend that she has this secret crush on and i love i, I her her part in that movie is just hilarious. So I, I like, um, I noticed her when she came, when she came up in this film and I was excited. She's very funny. She is very funny. And what's her name? Uh, that's Alana Ubeck. Uh-huh. She's like one of those that kind of uh, pops up in a lot of things, but not like really a household name. I'm trying to think. I feel like, is she the maid in Meet the Fockers? She is. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. You, when you said that and I just pictured her face, I'm like, wait a minute. She is the nanny or maid in Meet the Fockers, which is so funny. I didn't realize that. Yeah, she plays Isabel. Yeah, she's great. They're funny. Yeah, I mean, I just love this movie. And I, it's like one of those movies that you watch every time it's on. And I don't know. I feel like the, sometimes that's a Reese Witherspoon thing. Like I feel the same way about Sweet Home Alabama. You know, she's just, it, it, there's there's just those movies that you'll watch whenever it's on. And, you know, like you said, you've, you've only seen it from start to end maybe once. But like, it's one of those movies that you pick up all the time. Like it's on TV all the time. And I'll always stop to watch it. And I don't know if that's, you know, it's such a good movie, but I also don't know if it, that, you know, kind of like a Reese Witherspoon effect. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a very funny movie. And it was one of those like going into like the certain movies where there may be a movie that I'll go and watch thing and things like, oh, I don't know about this. I don't know if I'll like this or not. And then sometimes they surprise me or that. But there's a lot of movies out there that I haven't seen, but I was like, yeah, I, I, I know I would like that. And, I just, and this was one of them. I said, yeah, even though I've never seen this like beginning to end, I, was, I thought, yeah, I would, I would like this. It's funny. Yeah, I love it. And I love Luke Wilson's character and I'm glad he was added. Yeah, he played a good part. I, I was a bit confused. I was a bit confused um, at, at his character in the beginning because I thought he was a law school student. So because he, meet, he meets Al on the bench and is kind of giving her some pointers about, you know, the different professors and what to do in their class and that. So I thought, okay, so he's not a first year. He's a second or third year. But then later on, I see she's in a class and he's in it. Well, like, I don't know how law school 
medical setup, you know. But if he's in a different year in law school, they wouldn't be in the same class unless he failed it. I think or he something. was like a teaching assistant. I think he was like an assistant. Yeah, I'm not. He was. He worked with like Callahan's Callahan. firm, and I think, and he later like points out that he's been around like campus assisting. So I thought, oh, okay, that makes sense. That he would. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to add? No, I think we just about covered everything. Yeah. I mean, I love this movie. I wonder if everyone else has seen it. So listener, let us know if you've, you know, seen it or if you knew it was based on a book. I feel like the last two weeks we've done things that like are well-known movies that, you know, I know what you did last summer and people don't realize that's a book and same with this one. Yeah. 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 I like when we do stuff like that. Well, great. Then until next week, uh, listener, keep reading. And keep watching. Keep watching.